Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. There it is. I got gotcha. you. Oh, I forgot I muted you. <laughs> As we I do. Think, I think we should do a super cut of all of the beginnings of the episodes where we just can't figure out what the fuck is going on with any of our equipment. Well, to be fair, we didn't record this one, but we could reenact it. Yeah, sure. Hold on. Let's, let's reenact it. Oh, fuck. Shit. I just looped that like 20 what times. What the fuck? There you go. And intersperse it with that. God damn it. What is, Where? Can you see me? Why can't I see me? They told me this would make it bigger. <laughs> Supposed to be this color? <laughs> All right. Well, that's figured out. We did or, it. Or it's not. And we just don't know about it. And that's fine, too. At this point. Chris, how are you? I'm 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 alive. I'm good. I know that sounded loaded, but no, yeah. it, uh, but the only thing loaded here is me. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I get it. Yeah. See, because I'm drunk and yeah. I'm an alcoholic. Anyway, so not the point. I'm good. I'm grand. I'm great. What's going on with you? Not much. <laughs> good. Excellent. I think I talked a little bit about my scooter was getting the wheels replaced or the tires yes, replaced yes, or something. Yes, the sog of the scooter and the wheels. Yeah, so they said it would take, I don't know, I think they said like two to three days. Yeah, because they had to boil it or reboil it and yeah, pre-boil yeah, it. Yeah, they had to yeah. fucking boil it and it's a nightmare because I was getting airless tires put on. Yeah. So I called them four or five days after mm-hmm. and was like, hey, if you guys are still working on this, no problem. Uh, But I just wanted to make sure I didn't, like, miss the call or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, we're still working on it. It's uh, it's given us uh, quite a bit of trouble. And I was like, okay, no problem. Like, take your time, uh, because as long as I don't have to do it, that's all that matters. And then another week after that went by, and today I got a phone call from them. And they were like, yeah, it was a real bitch. We had to put air in the tires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah congrats. You now have uh, tires full of air. We had to throw out the other ones. No, go. they were like, we had to weld two tools together in order to pry it onto your wheel. Whoa. Uh, so that's a thing. And, and we'll I, be charging you for the tools yeah, and the welding. Yeah, they should. And well, also the burns that we all received. Because <laughs> we're not welders. We're just guys who fix scooters. Oh, I think because so. we're not cooks. We don't normally boil tires. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they did it and they charged me. We had to, we had to install a stove <laughs> into the uh, workshop and yeah. uh, a faucet. So yeah. <laughs> expect a bill. Yeah. But it ended up costing me less than they estimated. So. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, wow. How does that I don't, significantly less weird. like half? That's crazy. It take it, they worked on it more hours and they charged you less money. Yeah. This place will be out of business in today. <laughs> that's right. I did notice them putting a sign up in the window as soon as I left. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It's funny, too, because I was like, this seems too good to be true. This place is amazing. I'm going to have to come here all the time. And then I brought my son yeah. and he was very shy around everyone. And I was like, oh, yeah, don't take it personally. He was born at the start of COVID. So, like, he's super shy around people. And, you know, we, we bring him to the park and we have him interact with as many kids as possible. But it's a slow, long process, you know. Yeah. And the guy yeah. said, COVID, the biggest con of our generation. And I thought he was joking. No. But then he went on a rant while he was swiping my credit card. <laughs> 
about everything about it that he didn't believe. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's, there I it knew is. something had to go wrong here. Yes. Yes. There you go. Fucking Jersey. I I'll swear to Christ. What, it gets you every time, man. Yeah. Well, it gets me every time. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time I step out my door, there it is. There it is. Jersey. Uh, but then I tried to put the tires on and I can't figure it out. So. So there it is. Jersey. Yeah. Yep. It's Jersey's fault that I'm an idiot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you cross that state border. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. You get some Taylor ham. You go to a Wawa. You drink some water that tastes like sewage. You have somebody pump your gas. (laughs) That's what it is. It's the fact that you you can't pump your own gas. Okay. You stop. It makes the brain soft. All right. You get that. It's a crucial part of the human experience. You get out. You get the handle, you pump your own gas, you, you know, your own, you're your own man, all right? You're independent thinker. That's the thing, all right? Once you stop pumping your own gas, it's a slippery slope to ignorance. How the hell am I supposed to light myself on fire? If you can't pump your own gas? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure those guys... Do I have to tip the guy to do it for me? Yeah, I was going to say, make sure you tip him before. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you a tip ahead of time. Here's 20 bucks. Uh, I'd like the premium because I'm going to go out in style. But uh, I would like... Let's say I'm going to say probably 15 bucks on the number one pump. And uh, Oh, so half a gallon? And he's like, where's your car? And you're like, right nope, here, baby. just start a spraying, baby. Yeah. You seem like a nice guy. I'll take it five yards back that way before I do anything. I like the idea, though, of being like, ah, I'll give you a big tip for this. Don't worry. Yeah, I promise. I have it. It's in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I have it right here. Yeah. Well, how's it? How's it run? How's the scooter go? How's it? Work? I haven't how's figured it? out how to put the tires on yet. Wait, I thought you said the tires are Sorry, on. the wheels. They they put the tires on the wheels. What the? Because that was the hard part. <laughs> you took it to a place. They put on the tires, but you didn't just Hang go. On. What? Okay. It cost me 50 bucks to have the tires put on the wheels. Uh-huh. Which I knew was the hardest part. Uh-huh. Just based on doing my own research about my scooter. Right. If I had had them put them back on the scooter, sure. it would have been 250 to $300. What? What? Scooters are very different from bikes. So, like, there's a lot of electronics you have to deal with when you take it. Because, like, they're electric powered, you know? So, like, oftentimes, the electrical cable goes from the front tire, like up the pole and like to a battery and through there and to, so you have to unhook it through like I, four different channels what, and none of this just what okay so but I knew mine was a little easier than most so I figured I could do it probably and I was wrong <laughs> yeah I was gonna say until the next week when you get on I'm like how's it going you know like so I went back to the COVID deniers yeah and, I know uh, <laughs> I only tried it for like 20 minutes and then Rowan had to go. I thought it would be a quick thing and it wasn't. So Uh I I need to give myself like an hour and like really set it up with a lot of light and tools and stuff. I'm going to let you know right now. This is the exact same thing you said about the wheels on the tires scenario as well. I thought it wouldn't take as long as it did. That's not true. And then I think if you go back and listen to that, you will find that I did not say it didn't take as long. I will not 
go back and listen. I don't go back. I only go forward. Okay. But because I needed to change the tires for a while. So before I bought any, I, I looked up videos on how to do it. And people were like, well, like there were videos of being like how to do it. And it's like, okay, here we go. And then like text comes up on the screen that's like, I'm going to fast forward through this part because it took me eight hours. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, I might give it like 20 minutes. And if it really is that hard and these people aren't just like jack offs, then <laughs> yeah. I'll give it to someone else to do. And that's yeah, what I did. Yeah. Well, there's, listen, there's no accounting for the fact that it might be hard and they're jack offs. Did you ever account that? Did you really use the word hard and jack off in the same sentence? <laughs> Didn't even catch that. Didn't even catch it. But yes, I did. But that's of that's course what we I keep did. you around for. Yeah, <laughs> I caught oh, it. Oh, 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 did you ever? Right in the face. What? Sorry, someone's running a motor. I, I thought it was my computer. Someone's like running thought, a motorcycle. I legit thought you were like fuck that joke, and you just were <laughs> choosing to ignore it. I thought you were like eh, not good enough. I'm not. Even I didn't even hear the one. joke. I just heard something that I was so worried was my computer, <laughs> and it was a motorcycle. Yeah, well, it's like a little dirt bike or something. Oh, you're right. That makes it better because if it makes that sound, it's okay. But if it makes the sound of a motorcycle, then we should be worried. No, no, no. It was an actual dirt. Like I was worried. Like I heard. Brr, brr, and I was like, what the fuck is that? But yeah. it was coming from this uh, dirt bike coming from Rowan's right room. here, <laughs> right next to me. Right next to you. I'm, at the, I'm still at the shop, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't I haven't left yet. Yeah. But actually, I'm going to get the guy on the mic. He's got some com- some compelling arguments. Come on over here, Larry. Right after I sneeze on him for the next 20 or 30 minutes. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and then scooter your ass on home. My name is Chris Trubo, alongside me as always is my co-host, I didn't prep enough on the breath on that one, is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I know we say this like every other episode, Uh huh. but your intros get weirder yeah. and Sort of more alienating uh-huh. as they go. Great. That's what I'm aiming for. Good. Awesome. Bullseye. Fantastic. Nailing it every time. <laughs> yeah. All the time, every time. That's how I live it, baby. 60% of the time, it works 60% of the time. Yeah. I think that's from the 40-year-old virgin. Probably. Sounds right. Or Anchorman. Other, uh, uh, no matter what, Paul Red said it. <laughs> Paul Rudd, not Red. I don't know why I said Red. In my mind, it said Rudd. Paul but Red I'm Fox. Also, Paul Red Fox. Uh, also, never forget, I'm a moron. Anyway, Andrew, it's time to talk about. I don't know why I threw that. I have to pick that up later. <laughs> Are you still there? Yep, I'm okay, still good. here. It landed on my keyboard. Okay. Oh good. God, I typed things into my notes. <laughs> what did you? Oh. Just numbers. It landed on my. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Those are canon now. You have to keep those notes and say them at the end. Oh, you don't want it in because it's at the intro. No, that's, and then you have to say it in the intro. Seven three nine eight five four five. Chris. <laughs> Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a great movie for the kids. It's got spaceships, adorable animals, and what's that? (laughs) They do what to the animals? But McDonald's still has kids meals with the toys, right? Yeah? 
Okay, well, uh, anyway, in that case, Chris, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a great movie for the kids. It's got spaceships, adorable animals, and graphic depictions of torture. What did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed this. Okay, what did you think of this movie? I fucking loved it. I know you fucking did. I know. It's so good. It is very, very good. I, I will confess up front... I did not see this like opening weekend, so I had to live with this. I will say uh, kudos to the Internet. I did not actually see like a whole lot of usually after like the first four hours of it being open. Yeah, I can no longer go on the Internet. Yeah. Well, have you seen any there's like I I mean, it'll be old by the time this episode comes out. But like the Spider-Man comic spoilers, Uh, those have been going around the Internet. Yeah, I have not. There's a um, huge spoiler. There's a huge thing that's about to happen in the Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Is it the thing? Whatever. Why everyone's mad at him or something like that? Whatever. Whatever they've been building towards. And no. Oh, okay. It's just a new weird thing. Two dicks. (laughs) Alan two dick. That's right. (laughs) Yes. So I. uh I, so I didn't see this opening weekend, but everything that I read, like all the headlines I ended up seeing was like, this movie's going to wreck you. And this movie's um, like emotion. So I, I will confess, I really like this movie. I wonder if because I didn't see it like opening weekend and experience kind of fresh, I went in with like a little either I was more prepared or just a slightly higher expectation where I was like, all right, Guardians, bring it on. Oh, sure. Wreck my emotions. So I never quite got to there. But that being said, I, I wonder if it was just more like because I read so much like, oh, this is going to rent your heart out. Well, and on the flip side of that, the only review I had seen because and I didn't even want to see it. It just came up in sort of a, like a sponsored suggested post. It was like, hey, nerd you, on Facebook. It was like, hey, fucking nerd. You like Marvel here. Look at this. And it was it was. The, it was two dicks. It was two little raccoon dicks. Yeah. It was the New York Times review mm-hmm. of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I didn't even read the title but because I was trying to skip it. But I did catch a glance and it said two out of five stars. Oh. And that was the only thing I knew going into the movie. Okay. Yeah. So, so on the flip yeah, side so of that. So you went yeah. in like possibly lower expectations. Yeah. And then it like cleared it with room to spare. Right. So, do, 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 do. Um, well, tr- we, I mean, we could try and start off non-spoilers, but at a certain point, at a certain point, spoilers, I'll just put it out there now, just so it's said. Yeah, I have a few questions that I want to ask you before we get to spoilers. Go. Is this the best Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it is. I'd have to, I'd have to, it's been a little while since I've rewatched the other two. I really don't know if it is, honestly. But that's a high bar to hit. I think it's better than two. I don't know if it's better than the first. I think one is better. What do you think? Yes, I think it surpasses both of them kind of easily. I think it's much better than the second one. And I think it's I think it has more heart than the first one, which is usually what I look for. I think it definitely does. Oh, it definitely has more heart than the first one. But I also I mean... This, I will say, one of the things this had going for it is that we have actually been without the Guardians in their real element. And by that, I mean James Gunn uh, for so long. 
that I forgot what the Guardians Didn't he felt do the like. Guardians of the Holiday Galaxy? He did. Oh, uh, that's true. That's fair. But uh, really, like, all of them, like, in their full, like, a full Guardians movie. Yeah. Like, in space, James Gunn, all, weirdness, all of that. It's been a while. I mean, mostly we've seen them in, last time we saw them was in Thor. Before that, it was in, uh, in it was in Avengers. And while all of that is good, it's not quite... It's not quite Guardians. And really, actually, the the one that's the hardest to get pitch perfect is Star-Lord. And I really think what I was missing, what I've been missing from Peter Quill for a while is what they had back in this movie, that he is not... He's not just a dumb idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a dunce. He's a little vapid, and he is... Not he's not the brightest, but also he makes it up. He makes up for it in. Let me put it this way. He's not book smart, but he's street smart. Yeah. Well, uh, the way I would word it, too, is like one of the things that makes this group interesting is it sort of feels like a D&D campaign right. where like each of the characters has put all of their. I forget what they're called, but like skill points right. into specific aspects. Yes. Where like Rocket has zero charisma, but 25 intelligence, you know? Right. And Quill right. has like five intelligence, but like he's a rogue. He's really good at stealing stuff. He has amazing right. charisma. Right. Um, you know, Drax has like zero intelligence, but right. he has like all of his points in strength, you know? Yeah. And that is one of the interesting things about this is that the sum is greater than the parts. The, than the parts. I almost said than the whole, and that doesn't make sense. Uh, which has always been the interesting thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, there's a, this is uh, not... This is not really a spoiler, uh, or I'll try and keep it a spoiler free, but there's a there's a moment in this when they are trying to break out of something, and he tries to make this kind of heartfelt confession to a person to get them on his side in order to help them break out. And then his next line is something like, yeah, I'm not that stupid. I knew that it was a... And that, I, when I heard that, I was like, that's Peter Quill. That's the Peter Quill we've been missing for years. Yeah. That would have... whoever Other than James Gunn, no one would have written that line for him because they don't quite get it. He's not completely stupid. He's not book smart. He's just... But he's really good at this. And because, and then the other thing, like, then he gets up from that situation and he's like, yeah, see, I told you she was into me. He's Captain Kirk, right? He's Captain Kirk. He's swashbuckling. He understands that part. He knows when someone is into him. He knows how to play that, that note really, really well. And that was something that, like I said, I think we've been missing for a while. Yeah. It's nice to also see not fat star lord oh you know not i should say fat but like he like i don't know in the last couple of movies i and i don't think that i i feel like it started to be a character thing where he like let himself go a little bit well they yeah because in the second one drax is like you got fat and he's like i didn't get fat and he's just like a he just looks normal i guess like a normal person yeah yeah, yeah. instead of like hyper jacked like in the first one this one you could see like i'm like nah he's back into like Guardians one shape. I was like, this looks like again. I was like, this is the Star Lord I know and love. This is the one that came on screen on screen that first time playing that Red Bone song, and I was like, yep, <laughs> I'm down for this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I'm less interested in the appearance, but yeah, no, but it was just I, it another. Is, thing I hear what you're saying. It like, is indicative of yeah. the the same character. It's another yeah. trait that this original one had. Right. 
Right, uh, right, here's right. second question. Okay. Is this the best thing to come out in phase five? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure, right? I was say, wait, phase five is the, uh, fa- little, little, yep, no, that made sense. Phase five has been, so far, what, Ant-Man and just this? Uh, that can't be right, is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. And it started with Ant-Man. Uh, so yeah, is this the best thing since Endgame? No, what was uh, better? I think no way home is better. OK, I think I disagree. There are a couple that are close and that's one of them that I could probably uh-huh. be convinced. This is one of those things like you always say where it's like if you disagree with me, you're not wrong. I don't uh, care that much. Yeah, yeah well, and that. on a different day, I might agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. I wake up, if I see no way home in a week, I might be like, oh, fuck, this is. But, you know, who really knows? Yeah. But that one, Shang-Chi is maybe it's certainly close. Yeah, I like this more than I like Shang-Chi. Yeah, I think I do, too. Because that one, and I, I've said this before, that was just like, it's another origin story. It has some yeah. really cool stuff to it, but I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. an origin story. Well, and I know you loved The Eternals. I mean, I'm not counting The Eternals. Okay. That's like... <laughs> that's, that's its own separate... That's its own... I mean, it's, it, it, beca- it is cemented in its own separate category. It's the Michelangelo's David of MCU films. Yeah, exactly. It's not fair to compare it to something... That's like when people are like, who's the best Bond? And someone's like... Like Sean Connery, you're like, well, that doesn't count because that set the bar for the rest of the bonds. Yeah, where and the Eternals made us after the movie ended go to a bar, right? To exactly. try and forget, yes, <laughs> everything the bar we had was, seen. And when I say the bar is set so high, it's because I was so drunk I fell on the floor and was looking up at when it. When I say the bar is set so high, it's because I was so high at a bar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, great. And last question: Which Guardians of the Galaxy movie has the best soundtrack? It is not this one. I I can say that definitively. Yeah, I agree. I still think the first one was really strong. The second mm. one is is pretty good. I think I got to give it to the second one. The second one has some has a lot of good stuff. They do. The first I mean, one has a lot of good stuff too, though. The but, first but, one, and is, here's why. Here's I think. I think the second one has a lot more of like my favorite songs. Yeah, that's like fair. songs I already knew that I was like, ah, yeah, I love this one. Whereas like the first one has a lot. I like I might not have known any of the songs in the first one, except maybe um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Yeah. And and they grew and the Jackson on me. Five song. There's a, I don't think I even knew that. You didn't know ABC by no, the Jackson I, I, Five. I never listened to the Jackson Five or How Michael you, Jackson's music. Neither or, did I. But I'm just like it's it's one of those songs that's just on the radio. Uh, but yeah, but I think yeah, especially like "Come and Get Your Love," right? "Hooked on a Feeling," "Spirit in the Sky." Those were all yeah. songs that definitely like as soon as I heard them, I was like, "This is fucking awesome." But I think yeah, the second one wins me over because there were more songs I already recognized, and the third one has. Song, some songs that I recognize and love even more than the ones that I recognize and love on, on the second one. Yeah. But the rest of them, I'm just like, yeah. The other thing is, I think so. The needle drops on this were like really hard. Yeah. Like and it felt a lot. Yeah, it did. It. I did really start to it started to grade on me after a while. And so it started for uh, there was a little bit where it was taking me out of the movie. Yeah, because it would just be like another needle drop. They're also really short. Yeah. And happen frequently. Yes. And like that's they, what I mean. Ins- yeah. Instead of playing like, you know, well, I guess they do kind of do this at the beginning of this movie. But I was going to say, like, come and get your love plays in like its entirety. Right. You know, or or you know, hooked on a feeling and a spirit in the sky. Like these songs play for a long period of time in the first movie. Whereas this would be like, 
I don't know, half of a verse or half right. of a chorus. I even right. was like, oh, man. Well, we haven't gotten into spoilers yet, but there's a song at the beginning as a character is coming to, like, beat the shit out of some people. Right. And I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite songs. And we're going to see this person beat the living shit out of these people for right. like two and a half minutes. Right. And it ended after the intro. And I was like, oh, all right, oh, I guess not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there are maybe I'd have to rewatch it again. But I think there is a moment where there are three scenes in a row with some sort of a needle drop. Instead of like it really strategically happening, because that's the thing is that the guard in the first one, there's two things about the the, the soundtrack uh, that in this one I was a little disappointed in. One is in the first one and kind of in the second one, they're not so much needle drops. They kind of, especially in the first one, they really organically build it into the into the movie like he's listening to Redbone that's why you're listening to it you know what I mean I fooled around and fell in love like he puts it on her he puts the headphones on her no no that's the Sam Cooke one isn't it what no uh, fooled around and fell in love that's the one no 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 Sam, the Sam Cooke one is the one he puts on he's like Sam Cooke is the the best romance singer in the world and puts mm, that one on isn't it I don't in the first one it's yeah it's I maybe turned around or I fooled around and fell in love all right maybe I'm wrong but uh but things like that like it's on the headphones or he's popping it on the ship or something like that or yeah yeah the hooked on a feeling is playing through his headphones when the guard takes his headphones right, exactly. and he's listening to it yeah. so it's stuff like that and it kind of ha- it kind of works organically in the movie there are a few of those in this in fact almost to the point that they feel a little ham-fisted every time they turn on the ship a half of a verse of a song plays of a different song of a different song or like there was one moment where it's a great moment it's like a cool looking shot and a cool a cool sounding song i'll do this as spoiler free as possible but it's a cool sounding song and it's cool looking moment but like it's at the climax of the movie and he pops one earbud in to listen oh, to yeah. it. And I was like, get that fucking earbud out of your like you're trying <laughs> to save the whole the whole movie is built to this moment. You've been like determined and, and to get to this point right here. And you're going to distract yourself by popping in an earbud. I was surprised. I mean, maybe that that's the, how he, you know, taps in, I guess. But I'm like, what? I'm surprised one of the Guardians wasn't like, Quill, get the fucking earbud out of your fucking ear right now. Are you serious? Right now is when you want to pop that on? Yeah. I will say, there's a song that plays throughout the entire beginning of this film that I thought was fucking fantastic. The opening song? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was really great. I have no problem with that. Oh, and that, that also so follows cool. in the, it, it kind of follows in the tradition of the movies where we open yeah. up with one long montage, or not montage, one long shot. Yeah. For, and follows one song throughout yep. the whole thing, which is great. And that's our, like, intro into where the characters have been. Yeah. Which I love. And, and it's such a different tone of a song from the other two. I was like, okay, this really sets the like what we're expecting for this movie, but which was really brilliant. But from there, it really like the other. Okay, so the other thing is in the first one and the second one, Quill is is basically uh, confined to one cassette tape. Yeah. So whatever is on that cassette tape is what he has had to grow up with and inform his personality with. Which is really great. And then those moments are informed with those songs. So because one of the brilliant things about the soundtrack for the first for the first one, especially, but also for the second one is because you're confined to that one cassette tape, a song that 
ordinarily you would listen to and go like, that's an odd choice. You go with it because you're like, well, it's on the cassette tape and that's all he has. Well, and it, so it has would, to be, they're confined to a, like basically a decade. They're confined well. to an era, yeah. a specific era and a specific type of music. Yeah. But also like in that moment, that song is the only song that could possibly fit in there. Cause it's the song. It's the one song in the cassette tape that could possibly work there. Yeah. Right. Whereas at the end of the second movie, he gets a Zune and they've got like a thousand songs on it from I'm pretty sure more eras than a Zune was actually in existence for. But maybe I'm wrong <laughs> on that. Zunes are still in existence. Yeah. But when that one was picked up, I feel like no, I they don't... play a song at the end of the movie that I'm pretty sure couldn't be on that Zune. But I'm not sure. I'd have no. to look it up. Listen, you can because that's the thing. There are zunes that still work. Oh, that's right. And they have that thing that where they like sync up or something. Is that the thing that they did? Aren't they the ones that you I don't can, know like, what you're talking about? Sync to another zune and listen to that zune or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't man. know. There was uh, maybe I'm wrong. But yes, but that zune is often deep space somewhere. So I'm not saying it couldn't work. I'm saying the song that plays at the end of the movie. I don't think. Whenever that Zune was gotten from, that song would not be on. How that. would you know though? They could have gotten it from last year. No, it would or have I to don't be know. The whenever. End of- whenever. Oh, you mean from from when the movie? Yes. From when? So uh, he gets a Zune. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sean Gunn gives him a Zune. Yes. At the end of Guardians Two. Right. So whatever year that movie that came out. was could be the possible latest thing. But I think the song, the place at the end of the movie came out after Guardians 2. It didn't. It didn't. No. Okay. It came well, out then in fuck me. What do I know? 2009. And I don't know when Guardians 2 came out, but it was after 2009. After it was to, after 2009. So I was like, Iron that Man. song came out in 2009. That's what it says, according to Wikipedia. God damn. All right. Well. What do I know? Anyway, the point is, uh, the the general point is like they didn't they could they didn't have to confine themselves to a certain era. And I think first of all, before we move on from this, how dare you think that James Gunn wasn't paying meticulous attention to his music? Uh, That's true. I well, that's what I mean. I was like, I think that's an odd gaffe. So I was I didn't. Well, fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I called him on it and I was wrong. Fuck that. I don't care. No, I own my mistake. That's fine. I thought that song came out after Guardians 2 and and maybe it's just I discovered it after. But also, who knows when any of these movies take place? Who knows when any of this shit takes place? Guardians Guardians 2 could take take place place in the year 2037. I don't fucking know. Who fucking knows? All right. Who cares? But again, but that Zune could have been on there since like 1997. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't I forget if he says when he got it. He doesn't. Well, then. Fuck it. He got it in 1997. He could have pulled it from the future. Oh, he could have pulled it from the future. There's time travel now, Chris. And if there's time travel now, then there's always been time travel. That's yeah. the rule of time travel. That's back to the future rules. I just broke my own brain. Do um, you want to move on to spoilers? Yeah, let's move on to Since spoilers. we've been talking anyway, about this for too fucking long. Uh, yeah. Anyway, confine <laughs> it to the 70s and keep it there. That's where Guardians lives. That's well, where or a decade, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like you could keep it moving forward. You could do one that's all 80s. You could do one yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. It should have been just like fucking Hooba it steak. hilarious if instead of a Zune, it was just like, hey, we found this tape and it was just like Sticks Greatest Hits. It just We just like had to live with Sticks Greatest Hits through the whole thing. Just sticks through the whole thing. I was going to say that's a, it's like Creed. Yeah. Oh, God. That would have been. Oof, that would have been hard. Yeah. You get the essential Nickelback, which is just a blank CD. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, let's go on to spoilers. All right. So here we go. Spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you go and watch it and then come yes. back to listen to the rest of this. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Really cool transition between Baby Rocket and Adult Rocket. I don't know if you noticed there was no cut. So like the very first thing we see is Rocket being grabbed as a baby in a cage. Oh, yeah. It yeah, zooms yeah. in super yeah. close on the Baby Rocket's eyes. And then when it zooms out, it's Adult Rocket. Yes. Yes. No I was, cut. Yes. I, I did notice super that because cool. I was watching the movie. Um, yes. You know, <laughs> I'm not only talking to you. What? What are you talking about? I've got the guy from the pike shop here. Oh, right. You know what? I forgot Lenny was there. You're right. My bad. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. I've just said his name is Lenny. It's not. I know his name. What's his name? Uh, maybe I shouldn't say it here because I've said some pretty rough things about him i don't i believe well listen if somebody is that sort of belief i'm pretty sure he would be willing to go with it and back it up on a microphone you want me to call him sure or ask him right here since he's right here yeah he's standing right there go ahead and ask him um no i'm good all right lenny thanks Lenny's his middle name. I'm not. Yeah, I was like, I'm not asking for his full name and social security number. You could have just used his first name. I'm sure it's something generic. Is it Mike? Is it John? Is it Tony? Is it uh, Alfredo? I don't know why I'm going worse with this. What's something that people do when they take your wallet? His name is Mug? (laughs) No, no. Another word. His name is Rob. His name is Rob. His name is Steel. His name is His name is Manslaughter? Oh my god. What a name. Yeah. I was gonna say his name is Burglary. His name is Misdemeanor? Petty Burglary. Yeah. Anyway. His name is Third Strike? What? Can we please crazy. please stop this joke? Uh, I don't I think it's going nowhere. Unless you have a punchline you'd like to land on. I landed on about four of them. Okay, great. I love that they introduced Adam Warlock literally at the eight minute mark yeah as it flips from seven minutes and 59 seconds to eight minutes he fucking slams into rocket raccoon they were like let's just get into this and like the movie has barely started and we are right into the fucking thick of it and i was like yes thank you yeah we got the we got we got creep and then Adam Warlock. Well, and Crazy on You. Yes, we did get Crazy on You. That's the song I was talking about earlier that I was like, oh, man, Warlock's going to beat the shit out of these people to Crazy on You by Heart. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it's going to be amazing. But as soon as he, because Rocket is listening to it in his bedroom, as soon as Warlock crashes into him, it stops. Yeah. 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 I thought for a minute that they were going to kill off every single one of these motherfuckers in the first 15 minutes of this movie. That would have been crazy right yeah. like he's it really just kind of look i was like oh they're gonna mu-. i mean james gunn is known to do this i mean yeah. if you look at the suicide squad yeah where they built up the cast for months and then within two minutes just mowed half those motherfuckers down well, and we know a few of them are like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> right yeah 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 like batista is is like yeah i'm done it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to just like fucking wreck them in the first 15 minutes yeah and then have a revenge story oh yeah absolutely Actually, actually, that would have been a great see alternate movie. I know, kill everyone but Quill, and yeah. he just goes on the hunt. Yeah, everyone but one of them. Yeah, I don't know any of them. Mantis, that, just watch actually, her just mow through that. people. I yeah. would watch the kill all of the original Guardians, 
And then it's just mantis, just fucking dismantling systematically this entire yes. thing. And just brutality everywhere. Is Groot's head a reference to the thing? Uh, I don't think so. Why? Well, have you ever watched the movie The Thing? Yes. There's the part where like a guy's head walks on spider legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And it does the thing. Yeah, yeah maybe it was. I feel like actually. it was. It could have. I, I, now I understand what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I thought you just meant wallets on his shoulders. <laughs> um, by the way, what do you think of this Groot? It's fine. I like this Groot a lot. I think they. they I liked all of them. I do too, but I, the technology has gotten better, obviously, since the first movie. Yeah, and you can really sure. see like the plates and everything, like everything underneath it, the way that it moves and everything. Oh, oh, for sure. I thought you more meant like as a character. Like he's yeah, he's, he's kind of just whatever. there doing whatever people ask him to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem to really have any kind of opinion on anything or yeah. Now he just moved. I mean, before he didn't really have like yeah, yeah. packs and things like that, but now he doesn't. You're like, oh, it all moves in yeah, separate ways. It is cool. Ways. I was like, God damn, that was cool. Yeah, I like the kaiju like, the as well. Like, is this really all CGI? Big. Yeah, the kaiju cool. group was great. And yeah, he's all like. I love that he thin. like he builds up, but he's just yeah. like. You could break him with like a single punch. Yeah, probably. he's like hollow inside. Yeah. He's just like, I'm just. I, just he scary. doesn't really build. He just stretches. Yeah. <laughs> Palm Clementiev is so goddamn good. Who is I just that? wrote that here. What is that? Huh? Who is Palm? Palm Clementiev. She's Mantis. Okay. I always forget her name. I forget what yeah. the actor's name but is. But yeah, her screaming over Rocket when she thinks he's dying yes. and yes. just weeping. Such a good actor. She's really understated. Not yeah. understated. But yeah, understated yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Like, every, and all, all, both of them, really. Everything that she's in, like, she nails every like line that she has you yeah. know what i mean she's someone who does a lot with a little we talked about this a little bit in the holiday special as well that like we were both kind of like oh she's like an actor she's doing yeah, great she, stuff like, here fucking and they give it. her a little bit more in this movie i can't wait to see i mean maybe what she does more of in the mcu but also like i'd love to see her in a starring role outside of the mcu yeah 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 she's hilarious yeah like some of the biggest laughs I had in this and and in two are from her because she's her uh, like really funny. That's yeah. what I mean. Like they give her like one line. Everybody's got like six lines, and then she has one, and she just nails it. Well, and it's interesting too because she is. I think the reason for that is because she is so genuine. Yes, and so you get. She's great at both. Like right. all the drama she delivers as well is so honest. Right. And so is the comedy. Like right. what she's saying <laughs> to make you laugh is a very genuine, genuine thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here, quote, extraordinary phallus is such a good insult. I, that was really good. The movie's long, but I don't think it can afford to lose a single minute. I I don't think so either. I was trying to think because it does get a little fetch questy yeah at parts yeah but at the same time it feels earned it does feel earned and that's what i mean it feels fetch questy but at the same time i never once go like well why go over here why couldn't you just bypass that and go straight to blah 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 it does feel like you you do earn like i got now you gotta go to this thing and then it's this thing and then it's this thing. right yeah yeah oh and i wrote here uh i love nathan fillion yeah oh my gosh Great. It's about fucking finally time. We, gets, he, yes, I was like, finally yeah. he gets his part in the MCU. Yeah. For like a good set of screen and time. And they let him do what he's good at. Because he was in the first Guardians, I think, as like, he was like an alien. Yeah, he was a CGI character. Yeah. yeah. And they like killed him almost immediately. Right. And it's like, okay, cool. And and he's just a tough guy. He's like, listen, tree, you're going to have to, you're mine now or whatever. And it's like, okay, it's, it's literally Nathan Fillion, but it's not really Nathan Fillion. 
And uh, it's nice to see Nathan Fillion doing what he does best. Those suits they were wearing. Frightening. Real fun. Yeah. Gosh, what the hell are those? I, I love them. I really thought they were going to kill Drax halfway through in Orgle Corp. They really were just at every turn going like, we're going to kill Drax, y'all. Like everything yeah. is yeah. we're going to kill Drax. Uh, well, and any of them, right? Like, no, all of them. But really specific. Like he gets it. The first battle with Adam Warlock. He gets it at. Ogle Corp or whatever it's called. <laughs> Ogle. Uh, Orgle, Orgle, Orville Redenbacher Corp. <laughs> Popcorn Limited. Pop, Pop Corp. He gets it there. He gets it. I'm trying to think. There's another, I think there's another time where he really get, just gets a yeah, shit kicked out of him. Is that it? Maybe yeah, it was so. just those two. But both of those times I was like, really? I mean, it looks like he's going to get eaten by an obelisk at one he point. He does look like it looks like he's going to get eaten by an obelisk. But I'm just like, at every turn, I was like, of all of them, they're like, yeah, we're going to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> like, you all know that he said he doesn't want to yeah. do this, so we're going to kill this one. Okay. It's pretty smart, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because you're waiting the whole time. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they, they, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, the biggest twist they could have done is the one they did, which is that nobody fucking dies. That nobody dies. How, so how do you feel about that? Let, let me just ask that. Like, uh, do you uh, okay, feel like. Okay, we can like, get into it now. I, go for I it. think it's. I really was like, who's going to die in this? That's going to be the twist. It never occurred to me that no one would. And I think yeah. the ending worked perfectly. It still does. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing is, is this didn't have like a, 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 every the one thing that everyone said about uh, was it Civil War? I think it was Civil War or possibly the yeah. Avengers where they were like no, Civil War. You didn't kill. Yeah, it was because Ike Perlmutter said you can use Spider-Man if you don't. That's get, right. Well, yeah. uh, the one thing about Civil War is they were like, you didn't kill anybody. Like, yeah, well, and in the Civil War comic, there are a few deaths and there's one specifically that is an enormous turning point yes. where like everybody stops what they're doing. And it's like, oh, fuck, it just got super real now. Yes. And there was no moment like that. And everyone was yeah. like, we just watched two hours and that was entertaining. But like nothing really happened. Like, yeah. You know, a huge consequence. They had a disagreement. Yeah. And then they all walk away. And then we know in a couple of movies, they're all going to kiss and make up. Yeah. So there's nothing of like actual consequence. Mm. And this one, I didn't walk away with that feeling. Like no one, no one actually died. I think they hinted at it enough that I was like. And knowing that this is the last one, I go, anything could really happen. Yeah. Rocket could have died in those in the first like eight minutes of the movie after we tracked him for the like they were like, this is his movie. And then could have killed him off. And we would have been like, the fuck? And I would have gone with it. But they didn't kill anyone. And I didn't walk away going like, well, that was of zero consequence. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that like. I brought this up with um, I talked to a lot of people about the first Avengers movie and how it was directed by Joss Whedon. And I was like, the biggest twist Joss Whedon could put in his film is to not kill anyone because he was famous for just like murdering main murdering characters yeah. in everything he did. Right. And I feel this is sort of the same situation where like all the pins are set up. It would be so tempting and so easy to give an unearned death to any yeah. of these characters to just be like, well, Zoe Saldana said she doesn't want to come back. Dave Bautista said he doesn't want to come back. Bradley Cooper is probably trying to win an Oscar. Like right. uh, there's any number. Again. Uh, yeah. Or or even Sean Gunn, you know, has said like he doesn't want right. to play Rocket anymore, like because it's hard right. on his knees and shit. Yeah. And like maybe he doesn't want to be Craglin anymore. Maybe he wants to do some real stuff. So like 
Yeah. There, it would be so easy to just mow them down. Right. One just by to, one. To try to make you cry. Right. And right. he's famous for doing that in other yes. stuff. Yeah. So it, the biggest twist that he could have given us is the right. one he gave us. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because the farther along we got into the movie, it, I had this thought. I, I can't remember when in the movie I had it, but I had this thought. The farther along we get into the movie, if you were to kill someone after the whole movie, it's based around like we have to save Rocket's life. Right. So if we have to save one guardian's life and in order to do it, we kill four guardians. Right. Then you're like. Well, that was fucking pointless because like we could have just let the one die. You know what I mean? It it becomes the real like Spock thing of the, the, you know, the 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 needs of the the many outweigh the needs of the few. And you're like, so if you get to the end of the movie and like four of them are dead and they're like, but we saved Rocket. I'm like, well, that was. But but you could also see James Gunn killing everyone but Quill and Rocket. Right. And having like an infinity war ending. Yeah, and and Quill wakes him up and he's like, "Where is any everybody?" And we're like, "We saved you." And he's like, "Well, what the fuck did you do that for, Quill?" Sure, or even also killing Rocket is what I'm saying. Right. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, could have totally. And then Quill is just alone. That's what I mean by like an Infinity War ending. Oh where yeah, like, yeah, where it didn't actually work. We they didn't lost. win. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that would have made sense. It's one of those things where it's like kind of all or nothing. Yeah. And the farther into the movie you got, the more I was like. Well, if, if any of them die at this point, it becomes pointless to save like right. w- Rocket. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just as a story beat. So when they, you got to the end, you were like, "No, we had to. We had to end here. We had to end with all of them alive," which is kind of it's it's kind of brilliant. Yeah. How about we let's get back to my notes? Yes, please. Because <laughs> we are running. It's going to be a long one. Sure. I mean, we could also at any more a moment. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I wrote here, uh, I'm family, so is he, really got me. Yeah. When, like, uh, Gamora's trying to get off the ship, and she's like, you should be doing what I want, because I'm family, and Nebula says, so is he, about Quill. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. uh, Bradley Cooper is so goddamn good. Just yeah. wrote that. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, that no sleep till Brooklyn one shot. It gives me the same feeling as when I saw the third act of Endgame for the first time. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. I'm like, that's a great moment. I'm not disregarding that. And as much as that song is overplayed in every fucking movie, what they you know what they should have done? They should have given him a fucking iPod touch and then he doesn't need headphones. He can just play it through the speaker and throw it across the room and then it's playing so everyone can hear it. Right. It's just one of those things where I was like, why are you popping that in your ear? Like, he literally yeah. puts it in his ear, plays it, and then he's like, let's go. So he can't go. hear anything around and him. Like, right. And I'm like, you really should have all five senses going yeah. at this at this moment. Yeah. You should be all alert, man. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, and also, like I said, they they do earn, again, the some of the songs that they play, I'm like, in any other movie, I'd be like, oh, God, this fucking thing. Yeah. Like, they could have played Jeff Buckley Hallelujah, and I'd probably <laughs> been like... Yeah, okay, I'll go with it. I will say, we talked about Super Mario Brothers a couple weeks ago. Yeah. This is the right way to do a No Sleep Till Brooklyn montage. A hundred percent. Holy shit. Don't put it in Brooklyn. It was so good. It was. It was great. Uh, It was wonderful. Like, I could just watch that slow shot over and over again. Oh, my God. So fantastic. That's going to be something I end up YouTubing many, many times after it's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wrote here as well, watching them beat the ever-living shit out of a guy who tortures animals is so cathartic. It's great. It's also great that they were like you know no let's all team up and just beat the shit out of this one man Ugh, 
Do it's it. so good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll go through. I have a few like very small issues, but they're not they're not big. Like drunk Quill isn't super convincing at the beginning. Yeah, It's not his best work. Yeah. This yeah. is another stupid little thing that's super nitpicky. Rocket's drink makes a slurping sound, even though it's full. I, I don't know. It was just something I noticed that I was like, that's hey, weird. It's space milk, man. Uh, yeah, well, that's the other, right. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. It could yeah. be anything. Uh, here's a bigger thing. I might have preferred seeing all of Rocket's story in one big chunk instead of split up. The baby animal stories are pretty ham fisted, but I think they kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. I think it's just jarring to go from scenes that are almost comically genuine and gritty to scenes that are like. I don't know, super kid-like and goofy. And right. <laughs> we're running and playing. Right. So, like, I feel like if they had done that as one, like, 20 or 30 minute chunk yeah. at some point, it might have been a little better. Yeah. I The only issue I had with the flashbacks, I like that they broke it up, but it felt like... I wish they had come up with a more, I think, creative way to get in and out of them. They just kind of, like... It's like, all right, at this point in the story, we have to show this part of the flashback. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, there well, was yeah, it, it would always like the camera pans over to Rocket's lifeless body. And it's like, here's what he's thinking. It's not it, it's not yeah. again, like you said, this is kind of nitpicky. It's not like make or break. But I think it's one of those things where I'm like, James Gunn could figure this. Out. He has the mind and the storytelling capacity yeah. to be able to do something better. He could do it better. Yeah. There's a better choice in this somewhere. And in fact, this movie has been in development for like 400 years. Right. And so I'm like, I wish there was something other than just the classic like, yeah. here's what's going on in the lifeless body's mind right now. Like this moment. And yeah, it just yeah, happens yeah. to be in chronological order or right. something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe if it wasn't just the story maybe if if he really was like the way that dreams work are not either linear or that realistic yeah so maybe if there was a way that it was being you were able to get this story told through a dreamlike state maybe you know what I mean? i'm just throwing something out yeah, there no i hear you i feel like that would have made it worse for me right because it was so Almost over the top already and weird and very right. different from what the rest of the movie was. Yes, I know what you're saying. I, I'm sure there's a better way to do it, though. Yeah, but I was like, I just felt like I think the ham fisted feeling was from like, we're at this point in the story yeah. outside the dead body. So now, now it's we have time to, be, to go back to that other story. It's time to go back in this story right here. And we have to move this plot line along so we could get to here. Uh, Drax and the kids also was a little much. I don't know. It was a little ham fisted as well. I was um, a, you know what? Only because I know we. We have seen this guy's story through three movies and you knew that he had a daughter. And I was like, I'll go with it. I don't mind that aspect of it. Here's what I think the problem is, because I've seen it twice now. Yeah. And the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know what it is about that. I just think it's a little weird. The second time through, I was like, oh, that's what it is. While he's with the kids and like pretending to be a monkey or whatever, there's this like glorious inspirational music happening. Yeah. That's like, and I was like, I don't. That's not the right song to play here. It's it is giving the impression that this is it's telling us that it's an important moment instead of showing us. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think that's all it is. I honestly think if you switched the music out, I wouldn't I wouldn't have felt yeah. that way. All right. If you go back, if you ever watch it again, just listen to the music. That's I playing will and it's, not. Okay, I that's only fine. go forward. Not the other thing. OK. Side to side. All right. Same with Mantis with the obelisks. I don't know. It just felt a little weird for a minute. 
a lot of the CGI Cosmos stuff is weird. Like there's a part in the beginning where Craglin is like fighting over a piece of fabric with the dog, but he's clearly not actually holding anything. It's quick. And, yeah. you know, but there's a lot of little things like that when he's getting like the dog is jumping on him. It's right. very clear that there's not actually anything there. That it's not a dog. Right. I don't know. Just little yeah. things like that. And last note, the Sistine Chapel thing was a little weird. It was when uh, Warlock touches his finger. Yes, it was only that it didn't. I, I was like. I thought it was the start of a bit and then yeah. it just didn't. Yeah, it didn't you know do I mean? anything. Yeah. And I yes. thought it was a setup. It I was, thought it was, a, it was either. We'll get... Yeah, it was either going to be something or it shouldn't have been there. Right? right. Like, yeah, I thought it was. I was like, I oh, thought he was a... going to like push the Zune back into his hand or something yeah, or... or anything. And it just wasn't. And I was like, he, he uh... should have whispered into Quill's ear, pull my finger. Yeah. He was just like, he t- <laughs> maybe it looks like he's going to touch his finger. And then he just takes Quill's face and he just pushes him out into the dead of space. <laughs> we uh, hate this just... guy, right? Right? Um, this is the bad guy? Right? Yeah, he just I, comes I don't know. In. You all look alike to me. He looks like he's going to save it, and he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just, and he just rips out. And he just whispers it lightly into Quill's ear, so only Quill hears it. And he's like... <laughs> and then he and comes then back, he comes and he's back like, I tried like, to save him. I tried. I tried. I'm so sorry, guys. I tried so, yeah. he, so he goes, hard. He goes to Quill, and he's like, everyone deserves a second chance, except you, fuckface. <laughs> you were never loved. My <laughs> very last thing. I think... The biggest problem with this movie, and again, it's still a pretty small one. Yeah. I think there's too much setup and payoff. Drax at the beginning says, only idiots dance. And then at the end, he's dancing. He dances. Yeah. Bad dog. Craglin calls a bad dog. You're yeah. a good dog. Yeah. Testing out the gravity boots in the beginning. Rocket's testing them out. But you you kind of have to do that one because that's how they beat him at the end. Cosmos telepathy. It's another one you have to demonstrate that this dog has telepathy in the beginning right. so you can use it at the end. We see the key that he made at the very beginning of the movie. He, he They make a very like sentimental shot right. of him looking at it. Yeah, the and then we see what it was for and where it came from. Drax says he's going to kill one stupid guy who no one loves. And then they do. Wait, who does he kill? Who's the one stupid guy? Well, they, they, oh, the high, the high yeah, evolutionary. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even. Some of these I didn't even pick up on. Sure, this, like, sure, a sure. Setup and a uh, it's a face off is the thing they say over and over again. And then the guy's face yeah. comes off. Yeah, but I don't. Some of these I don't think are setups. I think you're just seeing. A it's setup possible. And a but then it's, it's just a weird thing that is a very, very big coincidence to me that they repeat the word face off over and over again. Drax says it like a minute or two before they pull the guy's face off. But here's one. I'm not a raccoon. Yeah, that gets said yeah, like yeah, three yeah. times. There's a payoff for that. Did it look cool? That is asked three different yeah. times. It's the rule of threes. And it's fine. Like any one of those or like even half of them, I think work. But I think there. my second time through, I was like, there's a lot of these. I, see, but for me, a lot of them, like I said, they went by so quick. I didn't even realize that they were for pay, sure. They were setting something up. And that's the thing is that you catch them the second time, which I think is fine. Right. But I was still like, that's eh, a fuck ton. There's well, so yeah, many. There's a lot in this movie, though. So they're For like, sure. you know, you got to set, you know, it, again, like you said, like things like the telepathy. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, uh, again, the some dog of them is, uh, you got to do. There's like two of them that yeah, you have to do. Right. But like even the I don't know, like Drax having to say at the beginning, only idiots dance. But again, I don't see that as a payoff. I don't think it that's is, what that was. He dances at the end. That's the I whole am, no, reason. I that understand it, he dances at the end. I, I I understand that. That's the reason that I mean, it's for sure the reason that line is. In the I movie. don't know that it is. I, I think that was, it's so that you think he he has changed and now he's OK dancing. See, But here's the thing is the dancing thing. 
even without the line, I would have still been like, yeah, he's changed. I get it. He, he exactly, used to be this. But that's my point. Right. That's what I'm but trying to say. I understand. But that's what I mean. Is the, That's why I didn't notice that it was a payoff of anything, because I don't even associate the two like whatever. That seems qu- both of them make sense to me separate from me. Sure. So I didn't see a connection. Also, they didn't like ham. A lot of times, like the only thing with a setup and a payoff where I'm like, man, you really like, okay, I get it. You're setting something up when I can see the setup happening. Yeah. Then, then it becomes a problem. If you set up 40 things and you did it in such a, not inconsequential, but it's such a casual way that I didn't notice you were setting something up. You could pay off anything you want to me. And I'm like, sure. Cool. That's great. It just, it ties everything together. All right. That's fair. I guess. Uh, we've been talking about this too much. You want to talk about the yeah. post-credit scenes? Let's get into the post-credit scenes. They're very short. I don't think they this are. is going to take too long. No. What did you think of the post-credit scenes, Chris? Hey, remember when post-credit scenes used to like mean something and they were something to look forward to? Yeah. And they had just really anything of substance or value that yeah. made me excited. Yeah. Remember that? I do. Uh, it doesn't happen anymore. No. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And it's kind of, Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the other thing. And here's my third thing. Okay. I'm fine with what the post-credit scenes are. So first of all, the first post-credit, which is the mid-credit scene, is like the new Guardians team being the Guardians, which is Rocket, uh, Groot, uh, Kraglin, uh, uh, idiot girl. Um, and, uh, is it, and is it Cosmo? Why do I feel like it's Cosmo? It's not Cosmo, but that would have been awesome. That would have been, is Cosmo yeah. there? No, I don't think, I don't think Cosmo. It's is. Adam Warlock for Adam sure. Adam Warlock. That's who I'm thinking. I mixed Adam Warlock and the dog up all Are the time. Are you sure Cosmo's not there? Maybe Cosmo might be there. Yeah. I don't remember. Which if not, then they should redo the movie and, and put, put Cosmo in. I'm going to look. But it's them uh, uh, as the new guardians and they're defending a town and they're, uh, doing, uh, the, against a bunch of hyenas or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. And then, so they're like, here's the new Guardians. Hero shot. Done. And I'm like, cool. That was fun. And then the last credit, the last post-credit scene after all of the credits is a little funny thing of Peter Quill just having an ordinary bowl of cereal uh, with his grandfather, which also... Cosmo is there. Okay, great. Awesome. Both scenes on their own... And Phyla is the little girl. Phyla. Sorry. Continue. Sure. But both scenes on their own, fine. Totally fine. Yeah. My only problem is that Quill scene is funny, but man, don't make me sit through 15 minutes of credits to get to it anymore. Stop doing that. Yeah. Stop it. If anything, they probably should have been flipped. Yes. I thought that too. I was really like, okay, is the guy who's mowing the lawn, is that a reference to an... I kept making, I kept waiting for them to turn the camera to show the son who's mowing the lawn and it's actually someone and it's not. It's just a joke. Yeah. You you look over, it's Henry Cavill and you're like, oh, he's going to be somebody. In the MCU. Yeah. That would have been great. That's, that's the thing. Like the, the, uh, yeah. Like Thor... Love and Thunder. Right. We got we, we got Red Goldstein as Hercules. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. That makes me excited. Yeah. New casting reveal. New yeah. character introduced. This is the best part of that whole fucking movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and like I said, the joke itself, really kind of funny, actually. I really like that scene. Yeah. Don't. Here's the thing. 
I know you thought it was funny the first time they did it in Spider-Man Homecoming where you waited the whole time and Captain America had that funny thing about waiting. Oh, that was really, that was good, really good, That's the first time. But it was only funny because all the other ones were actually setting like stuff up. Stop doing that now. Yeah. Stop it. It's actually not funny. It's actually pissing me off because you make me feel like I had to sit through 15 fucking minutes yeah. of, these, of, the, of this thing. And chances are, after your two and a half to three hour movie, I have to take a major piss right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been holding it because we have to see every fucking detail in this movie. Yeah. Not just because I do a podcast about it, because if I don't, I'm not plugged into the social network that is the fucking Internet like everybody else. And I miss some important scene or some fucking memeable joke. Yeah. And I'm going to sit through 20 minutes of, of fucking credit so I can watch you eat a bowl of sugar smacks or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and then at the end, it says Star Lord will return and you yell at the theater screen. No shit. No shit. You better. Because I just sat through all these credits. He's one of the most profitable fucking actors in the planet. Also, that's really easy to say because he said he, he doesn't want to do it. But at the same time, if you dump $20 million in his bank account, yeah, he'll, he'll do show it. up. So don't fucking tell me that over to I'll tell you if he's returning, jackass. <laughs> all right. With my fucking dollar. Yeah. Don't do this anymore. It really drives me up a fucking wall. Like, get me excited about whatever the next movie is. Also, the fun of those movies is because it felt to me like they had a real like go back to phase one for a second after the post credit scene of every one of those movies was the setup for the very next movie yeah and i was and it got you so excited and you were like the post credits of hulk was thor you know what i mean you saw that hit was it no iron man 2 uh was thor because it went iron man hulk Iron Man 2, Thor. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the end of... Well, at least they were all sort of self-contained, because the end of Iron Man 1 was, was, the was the Avengers. Then we had the Hulk, Hulk, and that actually tied to Iron Man. Yes. Because Iron Man comes in and talks to General Thaddeus Ross. But then, yes, but then he also introduces the Avengers. Right. And then Iron Man 2... That's Thor. That's Thor. That's what I'm saying. I, I messed up. It's yeah. Thor, yeah. Iron Man 2 is Thor. But you saw that hammer... In the sand, and you were like, "That's the next fucking movie is Thor." Yeah, and it happened over and over and over again. And I was like, "Oh, they're leading us somewhere." And now they pull all this bullshit, and I'm like, "I don't. Where the fuck are we going?" Because I'm in this, and I've been in this for like 14 years at this point. Yeah, where the fuck are you taking me? To sugar smacks. To fucking sugar smacks, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Would you have been fine if they flipped them or would you have just been less upset? I would have been a upset? little better. No, I would have been a little better because that's a little more like what I'm talking about. Yeah. It would have been because then you would have had the post credits, the mid credit scene of him eating sugar smacks, apple jacks, apple cracks, whatever. <laughs> apple cracks. And I'm like, oh, that was all right. That was cute. Let's see what the real post credit scene is. And it comes through and it's, you know, uh, it's the guard this guardian scene and then you with end with the guardians of the galaxy will return which they will in some sort of form probably yeah even if it's not this team that you put on screen it'll they'll probably return in some probably, sort of form probably yeah and i'm like great that gets me excited even if it's not the next movie i'm like fuck yes yeah that's what i want to see so that would have that would have been better. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, go back to the thing where you show me what's on for the next movie. Yeah. Also, know what the next movie is. Or also surprise me with something. 
Because that is always that's that to me is what it really is. Right. Like at the end of Guardians volume two, they're like, I'll call him Adam. And you're like, oh, fuck, Adam Warlock's coming in 10 years or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Because that's really what it was. Right. Like the first time they introduced Thanos at the end of Avengers. Right. You were like, oh, shit, shit it's, they're doing Thanos. The that's what they're doing. Yeah. And we wouldn't see him again until I think the post credit scene of Guardians one. Yes. So, you know, and then even then we don't get like his movie. For like three more phases right, or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think basically like you and I have different ideas, but we unite on one shared general idea, yeah. which is don't do this. Don't do this anymore. It's really <laughs> do annoying. something else. It's because that's the thing, right? That that Captain America one you were talking about. So you were expecting a post credit scene or whatever. Yeah, that works. If all your other ones for at least years have right. been really, really good. Right. The Sugar Smacks post credit scene works if if you've never had any other bullshit ones. Right. But they're all bullshit ones now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most of the time. Yeah. Except for the La- Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Even Ragnarok. Right. Wasn't Ragnarok just so- him talk- or somebody talking to. Tony Stark. I don't even remember. Bruce Banner talking to Tony Stark. Or no, maybe that's the end of Iron Man 3. That was the end of Iron Man 3. So what was the end of fucking Ragnarok? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Actually. Was it him? To- oh, no. Because. Oh, that was Thanos. Was it Thanos' ship showing up to the. Oh, yeah, it might have been. But that's fucking, fine. But even yeah. like the end of Doctor Strange was like Thor getting a beer with him. And I'm like, OK, right. I guess. I'm like, OK, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm fine with one of the with a bullshit one if it's mid credits and then at the end you're like let's show you some real shit. Yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. I agree. Get me excited. Yeah. Like I know the Marvels are coming. Yeah. Show me something from the like set me up for that movie that I'm gonna see in. That's three a good months. idea. Yeah. And again, like that's what I mean. Like set me up for it. Like what am I like? Give me one detail that I should know going into that movie that I haven't gotten from the other movies or from the series. Yeah. And get me excited about this movie. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move on to the reading assignment? Yes. Um, th- uh, that's yes. Um, you you gave me, uh, Andrew, you gave me uh, the um, fucking drop dead dickheads. What's it called? No, homesick <laughs> pilots. Chris, mother fucking ghost mechs that's it that's the intro what did you think of the first volume of homesick pilots by dan waters and casper wingard i uh i like this so i here's the thing and i have to remember that this is volume one and i don't know how many issues this has been going on for and if it's done or whatever but this is the, the would one, you like to know uh is it done it is done there are 15 issues the uh oh, that's not too bad actually. yeah yeah it's okay. uh, over three volumes it ran from december of 2020 and ended in june of 2022 yeah so the first volume is one through five so i suspect yeah uh yeah so it's so i i do like this the only thing i'll i'll try and make this as non-spoiler at first as possible but it started out as one thing and then right near the very end it it turned into something else yep (laughs) sure did i'm not sure it's not that i didn't like the thing it turned into but i was already in this first thing yeah and then and like i said i have to remember this is volume one it's issues one through five out of 15 so we're it's a third of the way through and so it's not it's not it wasn't done you know what i mean so it's it's more set up than it is anything else Mm -hmm. so homesick pilots uh there's a, a couple of um 
teens. They're in a band called Homesick Pilots. It's a punk band, which, by the way, Drop Dead Dickheads, also a really great punk group, so it would have worked really well in this comic. <laughs> just saying. Just putting it out there. You want a spinoff comic? Yeah. Drop Dead Dickheads. Right there. Copyright the media lunch break. But uh, they're, they're a band, and they're like, we should play a gig. And uh, they're like, where should we play a gig that's very punk? And she's like... What about this haunted house? And they're like, well, uh, right. But the word haunted uh, really kind of draws a red flag for me. She's like, it's not haunted. Watch this. She goes into a house and then she disappears. And then we pick up. From, we kind of go from there. So at first they said some real uh, they're What's the other one we read? They're killing the children. Something is killing the killing, children. Killing the children. Please stop killing the children. Please stop. Do you mind? So if many you, children are dying. There's so many. And could you cut back on the killing of the children, please? <laughs> That's a long title. It had a little bit of those vibes because it was yeah. a little bit horror-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, I kind of I like this. Like, the, you know, you get uh, the narrative is really from the perspective of the girl trapped in the haunted house. But the narrative also kind of changes around from issue to issue. Yeah. A little bit, but like yeah. you, you hear you, you know, there are those blank. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always like a little. It is her telling the story, right? That's but what I'm oftentimes saying. it's like telling the story where she's not there. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But it, which is an inter- very interesting take where she's trapped. By yeah. the way, I should, I again, this is kind of spo- so spoilers for uh, drop dead dickheads. <laughs> so. Uh, but she's trapped in the house. By trapped in the house, I don't mean she's like just alive and walking around. She's like a weird ghost, or is she? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's a weird. It's yeah. it's in the in the middle. Yeah. But she's kind of like this now ethereal being, yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially. Did you say ethereal. Oh, she, yeah, that's not what I meant. Ethereal. But ethereal. That's what I was like. Ethereal. It's Good not right. God. I knew if I said one thing, you would correct me. And I'm like, we'll get there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's some sort of she's like a ghostly person. Yeah, but not quite a ghost. It's not really clear if the house has killed her or not. The house is rumored to kill people. And so you're like, is she dead? And then maybe not. Well, but she can't be a ghost because she's allowed to leave. Right. Because they say in it that like ghosts can't leave the house. house. Right. Which is unless they're stolen. Unless they're stolen. Unless they're attached to an object that is taken out of the house. Right. And then it is her job to go get these objects and put them back in the house. Which, by the way, now that we're in spoilers, I would have I think I would have liked this better if the plot was her just a different every issue going and getting another thing. Yeah, that could have been really interesting. So, like I said, it has some real horror aspects to it for the first Four and a half No about three and a half issues It has that And then it makes this weird twist At the very end of this volume It turns into Pacific Grim And it does It Oh well done (laughs) Thank you It does turn into Pacific Grim And it turns into like (laughs) Ghostbusters Avengers I don't know Like it's Yeah Yeah. it's a weird thing And it feel And from that moment on It felt more like Oh, it's just a fucking superhero thing. Yeah. Like it is, but it's not, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. just felt like more of the ordinary. And it was like, ah, I kind of like the other thing. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I, if I read all three volumes straight through, maybe I'd get on board with what this is at the end of this first volume, because that's essentially two volumes worth of that. Yeah. But it, I, you know, it's worth the read and I'm kind of curious about it. I may even keep going. I don't know if I'll finish it, but I may even try for the second volume. But 
I, I, I would give it a recommend. It's yeah. something different. Yeah. There's some there's some things in this I've never seen. I love those panels of the full house. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and by that, I mean, they just cut to like a, a two-page spread of the sitcom full house. It's great. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't know why, but it, it works really yeah. well. No, but there's that full... It's a thing. And I had to... And this, it took I'm me someone, a few tries, yeah. It took me a few tries to figure out how I'm supposed to read this, which yeah. I'm like, good on you, because... Yeah. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. It's a very unique way to do it. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. You and it's like two two events happening at the exact same time on the same page. And I was like, I've never seen that before. That's yeah, really interesting. Me so things like that were enough to like keep me really kind of paying attention to this and interested. Yeah. It almost gets me there. Like it, it's this close to me going like, oh yeah, this is really good. It's not quite there. It's still decent. And it's worth, I think, a shot because I think there are other people who, out there listening to this who might like this more than me. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that about how are you feeling? Is that about how you're feeling about this? Yeah, I'd, I I'm almost hesitant. Well, we're in spoilers. I was yeah, gonna say, I'm almost hesitant to bring this up. But the first like page and a half shows you what's gonna happen at the end i don't know if you even noticed that yeah but i was like reading it and i was like oh shit this house becomes a mech yes 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 i do and then i was like okay so that's where we're headed i guess right and then we did and i was like okay that would have been a cool surprise if i didn't know that that was gonna happen you know what here's the thing i didn't mind that because i i don't mind a little like like a little storytelling device of like you know here's the end and now we flash back and we're going to build up to that. I normally wouldn't. I think just the house turning into a fucking ghost mech was probably the biggest, coolest surprise. It was cool. What I was going to say is, like I said, it'd be cooler if at the end it turned into a house mech and something other than what I've seen in every other comic I've ever read happened, which is like a big fight between a bunch of stuff. That's sort of what I mean, right? It's like the coolest part of the ending is just that the house turns into a mech. Yeah. And the rest of it is like, yeah, and I've seen this. So like the fact that they show you the best part about the last issue on the first two pages, I was like, that's probably not the best. It's a little bit like showing how the end of a movie, how a movie ends in the trailer. Right. Yeah. If, if then, like I said, I don't mind that. I don't mind that storytelling device. If I had seen that and I was like, oh, the house turns into a giant mech at the end. And then they went back and they told this whole story of a haunted house that everyone is determined as a haunted house and it kills people and da, da, da. And it's about like, because it is, it's about this house at the top of a hill of a town. And then the house turns into a mech and it's just like destroying the villagers with pitchfork. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. like, we got to destroy that house. And the house is like, fuck you. I'm going to destroy the whole fucking town and becomes a mech. And just, I was, I, that I'd be more on board for Cause it was like, I don't care that I, I like, I knew that it was going to turn into a mech, but I didn't know what it was going to, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't for me. What happened? Right. The why wasn't as good of a payoff for me. Yeah. Whereas like, I was interested. I was like, Ooh, how do we get here? And why is it turning into yeah, a mech? I agree with all of that. And then it turned into, and I was like, Oh, it's to fight a thing. Yeah. Like it, like everything else. Yeah. They, they power Rangers ordered it. Yeah. And then turned the house into a giant guy. 
and it fought another giant guy. Yeah. Fine. Which the other giant guy it fights is really cool. I had never seen something like that before. If you are still listening to this and you haven't read it yet, and we both say it's... I, I, I should add as well, because you already said this, but it, yeah, it's probably worth a read. I think I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm somewhat interested to see where it goes. I'm probably not going to keep reading it just because of time. And there's other like right. I'd rather read the D&D one that we I really liked that. Die. one. And I want to see how that one ends. Yeah. But the first issue is available digitally for free on Image Comics website. Oh, cool. So you can check it out there if you want to get a little taste, see cool. what the flavor is and see if you like it and consider picking up additional issues or a volume. Yeah. Uh, if you think ghost mechs sound cool. Yeah. And let's be honest, they're not bad. Yeah. As far as mechs go, if you had to have a mech, would you want it to be a ghost mech? No. What would you want it to be? Regular. Nah, ghost mech. Original recipe. Ah, be brave. The oh. fuck was that? Sarah's breaking shit in the house, which means it's almost time for us to go. <laughs> yeah. That's how she tells me I've been podcasting too long. She just starts breaking plates. She starts throwing glasses at you. <laughs> yeah, at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I would... <laughs> um, I'm bringing it back. Uh, it's time for me to give you a reading assignment, Andrew. It is. And I definitely prepared something very good. I thought about this long and hard for weeks on end on wow. what to give you and yeah. i'll tell you what i find you know after so many choices i whittled Chris, my way every through day it. i wait for you to give me a, a reading and assignment i definitely put a lot of thought into this mm-hmm. and so I'm is d- it gonna be drop dead dickheads, drop dead dickheads. <laughs> albums one and two do you want me to pick another comic-con one no no uh I want to start uh, giving you some of the stuff that we're going to start to see pop up as far as James Gunn's DC Universe and some of those inspirations. Yeah, let's do that. that. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. I think we've already talked about All-Star Superman, right? We have. We could do it again. No, I was going to give you Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Oh, shit. That was a positive. Okay, good. Then let's do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Melinda just read it for work. Oh, did she really? Yeah. And she's been telling me to read it. She keeps wanting to tell me about it. And I'm like, no, nah, man, don't tell me anything. Okay. All right. Then great. let's do that. So Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow by Tom King. Oh, good. Another Tom King. I was just talking about a few episodes ago. Just a few episodes ago. I was talking about how I can't wait to read more Tom King. Give me all the Tom King. I'll shove it down my gullet. Shove it up my ass. Shove it up my drop dead dick hole. It's it's oh man I can't wait. Whoa. Uh oh, hey Andrew. Yeah. Hey Andrew. Yeah. Hey Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, soundcloud.com/the media lunch break. You can also find us on Twitter where our handle is at media lunch break. And if you go there and you look at the pinned tweet, the top tweet on our Twitter, you'll see our merch store that you can look at. We have shirts and glasses and mugs and stickers and all sorts of cool stuff. You can also find us on Facebook or on Instagram where our handle is at the media lunch break we're at youtube.com slash the media lunch break uh we're on tiktok where our handle is at the media lunch break patreon.com slash the media lunch break if you want to help support the show and that really does help we we have a few patrons we love them maybe we'll start reading your names at the end of videos soon when we put them up and that would be cool or putting them up on a put it putting it up on a little on a scroll sheet, yeah a little scroll one or something these? like that one that'd of be these cool right here? yeah one of those things you can't see yeah. it because it's a podcast but, but if, if you, you were patron, on the patreon that's what i'm saying we do a video unedited super cool uh version of every single episode that is only available to certain tiers 
on our Patreon. When we get the video working. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's there. <laughs> it's there. It's a little fucked up, but it works, sort of. Like, you can still hear us. It's still an unedited version of the podcast, and you still get to see our beautiful faces and also Chris's face. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com, or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being super uh, awesome. For being super awesome. Uh, yeah, like Andrew said, as always, you can leave a lady. Uh, you can leave a lady. I can, you can leave, leave a lady. A lady. I yeah. can, listen, you can leave a lady anytime you want, okay? I've heard the Hudson is a good place. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, we did just talk about a house that kills people, so I'll allow it. Okay. You can leave a rating. Of that lady. No, that's... That, no, oh, don't do no. that. That's not okay. No. Do you know that's how Facebook started out? Yes, I do. I've seen the social so network. weird. Um, you can leave uh, Yeah, but rating. I'm on Facebook, so... <laughs> I used to... For some reason, your Facebook is still just that part. That's all I'd use it for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why if you're friends with me and you find that I put a three on your page... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all day long, you're just typing messages that just say swipe left and swipe right. And they're like, Andrew, that's not what that is. Stop it. Stop doing that. But I won't. But you don't. And you can't. You can, you, you, you can leave a... You can leave a you Man, can leave I really a, threw you off. Yeah, you really did. Oh, let's be honest. You don't need to do that for me to fuck this up. You can leave a rating a and a review. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I'll put it on your Facebook. No, it threw me off because it's way higher than I thought you were going to make it. Um, You can leave a rating and a review, and you can leave it right in app this this week. uh, Like I said, if you leave a five-star rating, you can put whatever kind of review you want in there this week. uh, If you leave a five-star rating, honestly, just put swipe left or swipe right. uh, I'll tell you what, put... Put put Andrew and then swipe left or swipe right. Mm-hmm. Put Chris swipe left or swipe right. You yeah. decide what you want to do with that. Yeah. Or numerical rating is fine as well. Yeah. Other than that, um, you know, we t- this week we just talked about Guardians of the Galaxy and we talked about Drop Dead Dickheads. That's not what it is. It's home. <laughs> it's, it's, not. It's, it's not. I should stop doing that. Yeah. It's um. It's homesick pilots. <laughs> we talked about homesick pilots <laughs> from Image. Um, yeah. But here's the thing: if you were like. Listen, you know, you talked about Guardians, but everyone's talking about Guardians. You know what you should talk about for the next time? You should talk about this thing here. Send it over to us. If, uh, you know, I just gave Andrew Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, but you're like, whoa, 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 slow your roll on that. Why don't we take a break on that? Why don't you read this thing? I'm giving you I both. know you guys have only reviewed a handful of Tom King things, but. Yeah, exactly. But here's another 12 Tom King things that came out this week. <laughs> Review these. To read yeah. this. And we'll be like, listen, Tom, dude, I think you got to enough publicity i think we'll be like listen drop dead dickhead yeah send it over to us if you if you think you've got a reading assignment for the both of us send it over to us assign us a reading assignment we're happy to do that if you're a creator you made something you filmed a pilot you shot a film you wrote a comic you dropped a dick. I don't know why I'm just going with the bits, though. It doesn't even work anymore no, it doesn't. all right but you made you something you started a band you started a band and you called it the Drop Dead Dickheads in honor of Andrew and I. <laughs> Actually, if you do that, I want to know. Actually, yeah, I really for do. Sure. I'm not even saying I want to know. We'll come I'm, see you. Yeah, I'll t- totally come see you. That being said, uh, you owe me money. I'm very litigious. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, uh, 
if you made How something. How did you get litigious right, but not ethereal? Know. I don't know. Listen, it's you never know, man. You don't know what's Wild happening Wild card. Here. It is just fucking scattershot in here, baby. Yeah, uh, He's pointing to his head. Which one, though? Are, is that the joke we're going to make right now, really? No, nope, it's not. It's really not. Anyway, the point is this. If you Wrap made something... Wrap this shit up, Chris. Which one? But the point <laughs> is this. If uh, if you made something and you want us to put some eyes on it, you want to put some ears on it, uh, you want us to give it a shout out, you want to send it out there on the airways, send it over to us. We will talk about it on the mic. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, it is the best... I hit that really hard. <laughs> that is the best damn day of the week. It's Tuesday, a news day. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. the news day. And, uh, and then after that, let us consult the calendar quickly. Hang on one second. Woman of tomorrow. Uh, woman of, yes, woman of tomorrow. <gasps> Wait. Which was my nickname in high school. Fuck, it's going to happen again. Really? We're off Spider-Man by like that Fucking Should week. we just change the day the episode comes out? <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. Fuck. Damn it. Let me think about it. We'll figure something out. Next week, is, we got time. So next week is going to be Tuesday News Day, and we'll go from there. Uh, it's not quite Spider-Man. We're not quite there yet. Or, you know what? Let's get on the horn and see if we can get them to move Spider-Man up a week for us. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Do you want me to ask Sony to do that? Yeah. They're fucking not doing anything. They might as well. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's it. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We made a thing. We made a thing. There wasn't a thing. There's and a now thing. There is. Now there's a thing. Oh that's my how gosh. easy it is. Yeah. So if that's how that's it. So if you're out there, yes, yeah, do it. This, go make a thing. If you aren't already, get off a of, get off of this and go make something. Get off. Right? Stop rating people on Facebook. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And also Andrew has I've got it that covered. Market. Yeah. He has rated everybody. Anybody if you're like, oh, he hasn't rated this person. Yeah, he really I have. has. Okay. If you scroll back down far enough in their feed. I'm there. He covers a lot of ground. Yeah. A lot. Too much. Okay. And by too much, he means at all. At all. That's right. And Zuckerberg has asked me to stop. Mm-hmm. I told him, I think you should stop looking like a ghost. Ooh. He asked me to stop. And you know what I said? Swipe left. Wait, is left the good one or the bad one? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> You know. started this joke. I did. I got into it and I don't know how to, I can't, I, I can't even pay it off because I don't understand my own joke. I mean, that's on brand for us though. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty, that's pretty much us. Swipe right. <laughs> Wait, is that good? I think that's good. Yes. Or it's bad? Uh, it's one or the other. Or it's neutral. Oh, swipe down. Oh. Oh. Swipe up. Oh, game changer. Is that the end? I don't know. This is okay. weird. We're in a weird yeah. limbo state. Yeah. I think somewhere in there we ended. Hey, Lenny, what did you think of this episode? 